Welcome to the Multi-Passionate Boss Babe Podcast. My name is Kat Madrano, and I am a holistic self-care and confidence coach. My purpose is to empower and uplift motivated women who won't settle for less than doing it all. In this episode, I'm sharing with you all about my experience attending Oracle Palooza. The event was done virtually since the world has changed the way that we operate, and as a result of dealing with the impact of coronavirus, they had to do it online instead of in person. It was a three-day event that was jam-packed with moments of spiritual self-discovery, moments of heart-to-heart connection, and a range of emotions from heavy grief all the way up to pure joy. I've attended many conferences in the past. I think starting in 2017, or somewhere around that time, I went to my very first conference, which was the Health Coach Retreat. I'm gonna be really honest, one of the motivating factors for me going to this particular retreat was that Gabby Bernstein, one of my favorite spiritual mentors, was set to speak at this event. I totally freaked out when I saw her name on the program and I immediately signed up. I went to this conference knowing absolutely no one, but between being excited about Gabby and the fact that it was a conference specifically for health coaches, I was looking forward to it and I knew that I was going to have a great time. It was a little bit nerve wracking walking into my room, knowing that I had a roommate, but having no idea who this person was. Turns out we ended up becoming best friends after we realized that we had so much in common. That's definitely one of the perks of attending conferences and events like this. You're going to something that is specifically catered towards a subject or a topic that hits really close to home for you. It may be entrepreneurship. In the case of Oracle Palooza, it was all about spirituality and reading Oracle cards. So basically, as long as you make sure that you're going to something that you truly resonate with, then you're probably going to end up making some really good friends and connections. So the experience itself of attending one of these conferences or retreats, if it's done well, it's going to be a really immersive and educational experience for you. I usually come prepared with a notebook and tons of colorful pens, and I learn so much from all the different experts who end up taking the stage. Usually there are activities built in, so you're not just sitting there listening to somebody ramble on and on. You're actually doing some work also towards building your business or improving yourself on the subject at hand. Oracle Palooza 2020 was probably the first virtual event that I've attended. I didn't know what to expect. I've done lots of masterclasses and webinars online, but it was totally different from that because typically those webinars and things like that that people are offering for free all the time are not live. And even the paid programs that you do, they're usually pre-recorded. I don't think this takes away from the benefits of what you're getting, but it also just is a whole different experience when you're doing a live event virtually. Colette and her team did such an awesome job. Of course, there were a few technological glitches here and there, but that's to be expected. 
for this to have been something that they were doing for the very first time, they did an amazing job. My reasons for signing up to Oracle Palooza centered around strengthening my connection to my intuition, taking action that contributed towards my own spiritual self-care, and overall, increasing my confidence in using Oracle cards with my coaching clients. As a fun project during quarantine, I decided that I was going to start recording card of the day episodes to go along with the cards that I was already posting on my Instagram stories. So at the end of June, I began to record short episodes to just give people a chance to have a few moments of reflection in their day that were centered around whatever the theme of the card was. I kept rolling with it, publishing these episodes Monday through Friday, and it became something that I really truly enjoyed and that I felt was a great way for me to start sharing more information about self-care and living a holistic lifestyle with my followers. So what better way to add even more depth to those episodes and those readings than to learn more about this process of working with this tool? The way that this virtual event was structured was that it took place over three days. Now, we specifically worked with Colette's brand new card deck, which is the Oracle of the Seven Energies. If you've been listening to my episodes for August, it's the deck that we're currently using to do the card of the day. The Seven Energies is very closely connected to the chakra system, if you're familiar with that. So we have seven energy centers in the body. They start at the base of our spine, and that's where your root chakra is located. Next, you have your sacral chakra, then your solar plexus chakra, your heart chakra, your throat chakra, your third eye chakra, and then all the way above your head at, at the crown <laughs> is your crown chakra. Each day, we focused on two or three of the seven energies. We started out each one with a meditation. Then we would pull a card from the seven energies deck. And the last part of each session was getting into a breakout group with six to seven other people in order to discuss what card we chose and what insights we received from it. Now, if you're somebody who's introverted or who's really shy about talking to other people, the sound of getting into a breakout group with people that you don't know is probably a little bit nerve-wracking, and I was definitely a little nervous at first. But I think this is a great way to get pushed out of your comfort zone and to connect with other people who have something in common with you. Now, it was a little bit weird doing the breakout groups on Zoom because you're staring at everybody's face the whole time that everyone's talking. In an in-person event, it's a little less overwhelming because usually you're sitting around a table with people and you're not just staring directly into everyone's face the whole time. But as we did more of these breakout sessions, I got much more comfortable, even taking the lead in a lot of cases and helping to figure out who the timekeeper would be and what order we would proceed in for who would take their turns. The insights that everybody shared were very enlightening and eye-opening. 
we realized that we could all relate to each other. And even though we had different experiences and different overall takeaways from the messages, they really weaved together to create a story that we could all relate to. I personally love the way that the event was structured and I think it was done really well to allow us the time and space that was needed to do some of this deep self-discovery work and then take breaks. We had lunch and dinner breaks as well as a few little dance party breaks here and there. And that made getting through a day that started at 11 a.m. and didn't end till 7.30 p.m. much more bearable. I wasn't expecting to make any friends in this virtual experience because I really thought that we would be doing a lot more listening and that it wouldn't be quite as interactive as it was. So I was happy to walk away with a couple of new connections and I even made a friend who, <laughs> funny enough, I found out she was a Libra and this immediately made me realize that I had written in my daily manifesting list probably about two weeks ago that I would make a new Libra friend. I'm going to share a little bit of what I learned and what my personal takeaways were from this event. Even if you're not necessarily familiar with the chakra system, you still might find this pretty insightful. One of my biggest aha moments was that I felt that spirit was reaffirming the messages that I've been receiving lately about creating a community centered around spirituality and self-care. In the seventh energy, I pulled the card Birds of a Feather, which is all about surrounding yourself with like-hearted people and thriving in that community. I was really glad to receive this reinforcement and encouragement of a dream that's been in my heart recently and that I'm super excited to follow through with. As someone who has Leo as their sun sign, I'm not what you would usually expect from your typical Leo. I tend to be pretty quiet and observant, and I don't think that I allow people to really see the qualities of who I am as a Leo until I'm really comfortable with them and see them as someone that I can trust. So in my solar plexus area, which is our third energy, I pulled the card Spirit of Gratitude. I've always intuitively known that this is an area that I need to work on a little bit more. And Spirit of Gratitude seemed like such a common sense solution to the struggles that I typically have with my self-confidence. I have the tendency to beat myself up and feel like I'm just not doing enough. So when Spirit of Gratitude was the card that I chose, it was immediately telling me that I need to focus on the things that I'm thankful for. Because when I can focus on these, I realize just how much I've accomplished and I feel so much more confident knowing that I played a part in making these things happen and bringing them into my life. I walked away from this event with something that I feel like is a map to figuring out the next steps to writing the chapter that I'm currently at in my life. To say that we did a ton of inner work is putting it mildly. It was fun, but it was also exhausting. At the end of day one, 
I felt a little bit frazzled and almost had a little bit of a headache. So my solution was to go outside barefoot and walk in the grass, reconnecting with the earth. I made sure to go to bed at a decent time that night so that I could get enough rest to feel re-energized and ready for the next day. By the time Sunday rolled around and the whole event was over, I needed a nap and so I took one. It's important for us to listen to our bodies and the signals that it's sending us. And it's even more important to make sure that we're listening and taking our own advice when we're doing something as emotionally and mentally demanding as this type of work. I loved every moment of Oracle Palooza, even though it was done virtually. It was done so well and I couldn't have asked for more. If you find yourself in the position to attend a virtual conference and maybe you're having second thoughts about it, I encourage you to go ahead and take the leap, especially if it's a conference about something that you're hugely passionate or curious about. My best tips for having the best experience for your conference would be to create a comfortable environment for yourself, have snacks and drinks ready, Don't be afraid to take breaks and move your body when it's telling you to. Figure out your meals ahead of time so that it's super convenient and you don't find yourself hangry. And commit to the scheduled time of the event as if you were physically away from your home and actually attending in person. I'd love to hear your thoughts on conferences that you've attended or maybe ones that you're thinking about. And if you happen to attend Virtual Palooza as well, Chime in and let me know how the experience was for you. You can comment on my posts on Instagram. I'm looking forward to chatting with you there. Thank you so much for joining me, and I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you found it useful, thought-provoking, or enlightening, I'd truly appreciate you following and sharing the Multi-Passionate Boss Babe podcast. For more resources and motivation, you can follow the Multi-Passionate Boss Babe on Facebook and join my private group, Empowered Empaths. This is a community full of resources and conversations to support your empathic healer's heart. I look forward to seeing you there. Until next time, stay beautiful balanced, and don't forget that the authenticity of who you are is what makes you a badass.